Welcome along to Crunching Gears. Let's talk rallying. Episode two. And this episode, there was never really an intention to do a Galway review, but it was an absolutely cracking weekend. So we felt we couldn't let this moment pass. So first of all, I'm joined once again by Connor Edwards and also in this week episode by Adam Hall. Lads, you're very welcome along. Thanks for having us, Kevin. It's a pleasure. Kevin, nice to be back. Thank you. So as I say, Overwhelmed by the response to the first episode, um, the replies, messages, the shares, the phone calls, and even you know people come up to you on the ditches and on the stage, side of the stages there and go away. Thank you, each and every one of you. Um, it just means the world to me. Uh, it just blew me away. So in this episode, I get the opportunity to catch up with Andy Hayes and Marian Evans and Jason Black. And we'll also look forward to some of the events also last weekend and some of the events coming up now in the next couple of weeks. But I suppose we really should start with our, well, Connor and myself and Ian Besant's predictions. Maybe the less said about that, the better, Connor. I think, yes, certainly. Um, I, 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 it's definitely reminded me I, I shouldn't place bets on horses because uh, I'm not very good at picking winners, obviously. Yeah, I think, I think our crystal ball needs shined up a bit. Yeah, so definitely, who, definitely. Hey, how, how, how far wrong did you go? Um, who, who let's ju- let's just say, bets? well, let's just say badly wrong. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, go away. Uh, what can I say? What a return to Irish Australian. What a way to kick off, kickstart the season. Connor, what's your thoughts on Galway? Ah, oh, it was just fabulous to be back. It was fabulous to be standing there. It might have been lashing rain and it might have been windy and cold, but it was just great to be out and standing at a stage in Ireland again and watching rally cars whizzing past. Um, brilliant event, brilliantly run. No hiccups, no hassles. I think there was one stage was interrupted with a blockage, but other than that, everything else pretty much ran on schedule. Um, and what do you call it? It, it was just a well-run of event. Um, Marion Evans, quickest start of the blocks in stage one. And uh, then Josh Moffat and Andy Hayes stepped in and took over in stage two and held on to a lead that just, you know, that was couldn't be shaken from them. Nice little fight between Callum Devine and uh, Marion on the stages. It was good to watch. And then some other good class battles down the field. And I suppose looking back at our predictions, the polos just didn't turn out to be as good as we all thought they would be. Uh, I suppose they were still good, but maybe they didn't dominate the timesheets the way we expected. Yeah. Adam, you were a busy man over the weekend. How did you find Galway? Yeah, brilliant. Um like Connor said, the, the battles were there. We got our surprises as well. I suppose maybe we're expecting the polos to be the course to beat just um, on everyone's thoughts before the event. But no, brilliant. Even I know uh, Josh had had his lead under control mostly, but there were plenty of um, maybe anxious moments for him at the end of stop lines with, with different issues. He he had his misty windscreens. He had his power steering cutting out as well. Um, so, yeah, in Marion's times as well, you know, he had stages that suited him. Um, so definitely kept kept us interested the whole weekend. And Modifieds too, there, the lead changed four times, four different drivers in, in the lead, some of them dropping out. Oh, it was all you could ask for for a, a first rally of the season. Yeah, you know, at, at, at all the ingredients, you know, we had the top class entry, we had, you know, changes of the lead, you know, 
you know, talk guys swapping like that that battle from fourth to fifth, sixth. Yeah, it, it was you know swaying the whole time that you know like there was probably no more than a minute between them, and it was just phenomenal. You know, Gary uh, Gary Jennings, Alistair Fisher, uh, Catherine McCourt, yeah. all them guys were all you know like with all within seconds of each other and horrendous conditions at times, especially in the Saturday. Yeah, for for none of them really to put a, a foot wrong on that first day was incredible when they were so close and pushing each other for the win and the that podium battle on the first day between um Fisher McCourt and Divine like that was that was pretty intense but again just definitely something something to be excited about that that's the uh, the level we're at this year and I think even with Catherine McCourt there now that's sort of another name we'll have on the list of guys to to fight for those top positions Absolutely, absolutely. And I suppose like the, the modified battle there, you touched on it as well. <laughs> My goodness, you know, you know, what a, a stellar rally on its own, too. Like the you know, the to and fro in there, you know, we had you know Kevin Eves looked as if it was all under control, and then a, such an innocent looking overshoot, and it just you know clipped the pillar, and unfortunately that was rally over. Uh, and then uh, Gary Kern and Daniel McKenna. My goodness, you know, what can we say? Yeah. <laughs> you know, unbelievable. And, and Jason Black, too. <laughs> I should have mentioned Jason. Yeah. Jason phenomenal in that starlet. Like, he really did take it by the scruff of the neck and get it around those stages. And it was very unfortunate for, for Kevin Eves. When you look back at that video, you know, he could have got away with that if there hadn't been that little bit of a pillar there. He might just have been, you know, a bit of time loss and back on the stage again, but just unfortunately broke the back axle. Yeah, I think he actually got out of the field and was was uh, going to chase Kieran up the road and he, he realised the back axle was broke. So, yeah, I'm sure he was pretty gutted. But yeah. as uh, Hill says, he's looking forward to the next one. And, yeah, I'm sure he's raring to go. Oh, no doubt, no doubt. So I suppose we'll have to pick our starter drivers from the weekend. So, Adam, who do you pick out as the, the standout driver for you? Yeah, look, I think start with the obvious one. Um you know, Josh Moffat, he, he came in and I think it's fair to say he probably wasn't um, the favourite coming in. I think everybody had had their eyes on Fisher and Devine and even Marion, the, the pace he showed with his wins last year. And I think Josh came and snuck in and, and grabbed a, a very, okay, it wasn't a huge winning margin, but it was definitely a dominant performance and um, one one where he made no mistakes all weekend at that at that pace. Um mm-hmm. and again showing that the Hyundai R5, like that's you know a, a competitive car in the right hands. Mm-hmm. Um and again on Michelin tires different to the, the other guys up there. So yeah. definitely very interesting. But no Josh Moffat Andy has um worthy winners of the opening round of the Irish Tarmac Championship. Absolutely, you know, and like as you say, it kind of trade it and blew the, the radar and but you know, Dunn's maybe too strong a word, but assured, I think, would be a good, you know, maybe a good way yeah. of describing it. it yeah. Josh seemed to be, like, in a different frame of mind, very chilled out, you know, you mentioned earlier yeah. there, having these wee issues and one thing or another. It didn't seem to face him, you know, it just seemed to, you know, right, no, we'll, we'll go again here, you know. So. No mistakes, no issues, no no complaining. He just seemed really, really comfortable with the car. And again, to have that over 15 stages and the conditions that that Galway threw at those guys, like um, 
no, just perfect, perfect performance. Um, definitely. So brilliant. Let's let's see what what the year brings. Now that's that's one winner down. Um, who's going to be the next one? Absolutely, absolutely. And then the then the modified category was there a standout driver or junior driver at standout? Eh, uh, oh, I guess I guess Jason Black's performance in modified. You know, we, we can't forget he's in a class thirteen, and mm-hmm. um, Toyota started against you know more powerful cars, and I guess he took the chance with the. The weather conditions to to go for it and and fight for that modified victory which you know he was he was leading um up until he got a puncture through through no fault of his own so definitely just another another performance from jason he, he won modifieds in ulster rally last year so um to just they just keep coming and i was saying over the weekend like it's you always it is a surprise when you see off up jason's fighting um Kevin Eves or Gary mm-hmm. Kiernan, you know, with class 14 yeah. guys, but he he always seems to consistently crop crop up now. It's it's definitely something you expect. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 and, isn't it fantastic you know, that we're 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 not shocked now at this stage? Yeah, we? exactly. Mm-hmm. We, we should be. And you sort of mm-hmm. you do forget he's he's still in class mm-hmm. 13, but yeah. no, brilliant. Just yeah. and sure driving again. I, and yeah. the puncture didn't get him down. You know, yep. again, like that shrugged the shoulders right onto the next stage. That's behind us. Forget about it. You know, so. definitely him and him and Carl were were disappointed to drop out of out of the mm-hmm. race for modifieds. You know, they were fighting with well, they were leading, but they were in a big battle with Gary Kiernan and mm-hmm. Daniel McKenna at the time. And yeah, even leaving Park for me on. Sunday morning, I said to Carl, you know, oh, flip, it's, it's crazy. We have a, a Fiesta WRC, a Polo and a Ford Escort Mark II lined up, you know, in a row to go out. And he, he just looked at me and was like, you know, it should have been us in there too. <laughs> but it's, it's crazy, you know, they, yeah. these guys are punching in times that are matching R5s and World Rally cars on really, really wet stages. Like, where else in the world do you get us? That's for sure, for sure. And Connor, who's your standout prize from the weekend? Um, I've got to go with Marion. You know, Marion and Jonathan Jackson away from home. Fast is out of the out of the blocks, as I said earlier. I think they're two point two seconds or something quicker than Josh on the first stage. Um, got to grips really quickly with the tricky, treacherous conditions. Um, I thought they played a blinder and had a you know, solid battle with Callum Devine on Saturday and Sunday and kept Callum at bay. Mm-hmm. And we know how quick Callum is. Um, you know, I, I just, yeah, I, I think Marion to me was was the standout driver of the, the weekend. Um, and that, um, that, that Black Road performance on the Sunday morning, that, yeah, you know, yeah. that was epic. <laughs> yeah, you know, I know, I know Josh had these issues, but, you know, to take, was it ever 17, 16, 17, 17? yeah, and yeah. 12 or 14 uh, seconds quicker than anyone. Yeah, that's unbelievable. You know, that that to me is the sign of a guy that has to be considered, you know, very strongly now for the next few events. This is this is the guy who has arrived big style this year. You know, he's put himself real into the contenders here. Yeah. Uh, and then in the modified or junior states, anybody stand out for you then? Modified wise, ah. Uh, I, I'm still soft spot for Daniel McKenna and disappointed for Daniel. Bit of shiny tar caught him out. I thought, you know, considering the lack of seat time he's had over the last few years, I just thought for for him coming back in and, and to be leading during the rally uh, mm-hmm. and then just unfortunately just to be caught out. Um, and again, like yourselves, I think Jason 
Black played a stormer, uh, crack and drive by him. What he did with that startup was just amazing. So, yeah, very impressed now with Jason, but sad that Daniel didn't get there. Mm-hmm, absolutely. Like, you know, Daniel McKenna, like he says all weekend, he was rusty. Mm. <laughs> when he gets this, when he, when he, when he gets this rust knocked off. Um, yeah. <laughs> stand by, you know. Um, uh, who, you know, the two you said, like, uh, Josh, Marion, Catherine McCourt, I have to say, deserves a, a, yeah. a you know, a mention. Yeah. But, you know, it has shown me, like, Adam, you said earlier there, this guy too has lifted himself up to a level now that we're going to have to be watching these stage times very carefully. And Gary Jennings, you know, <laughs> can't take it away from the guy. Like, the car is probably not to the same spec as the top guys. To, you know, still be knocking in the times and, you know, like, um, come away with fourth place points, I think, at the finish up. You know, he would have been fourth overall if ever and been all, all the times have been put together. Like, yeah. Hard to beat the wily old folks. And as he said there, uh, was it Sunday morning? He said they had to throw the balls up the dashboard. So <laughs> I think I think you proved the point there. The bit the bit I loved with Gary was the the stage he came at the end and you know Killian was saying, Oh, you're getting on well today. And he was like, I near too well if as uh, going down the straight and forgotten the foot was underneath the brake pedal when I went to stomping the brakes. It's like <laughs> oh, Gary Jennings. <laughs> Nothing seems to face him, you know. So. No, yeah, and uh, the the water and the the foot wells right, as yeah. well, just uh-huh. uh, another good out of story. Yes, <laughs> it's never straightforward, is it? Um, <laughs> then the modified, you know, yes, guys have said that there. You know, Daniel McKenna and Jason Blake. I think both of them guys deserve Star of the Rally Award, and also like Ryan Caldwell, like in the Rally Four category. You know, I think it's his first time at this level. He maybe he done the Ulster. But first, yeah. first proper round of the Tarmite Championship, and in a new car to him, where I think he's maybe done one event, if not maybe the first event in that car. Yeah, I think that's the first. Yeah. Yeah, like phenomenal performance. Um, like we've seen those conditions. It would have been so easy to put it in the ditch, you know, pull a wheel off or whatever. But no, he yeah. kept, you know, kept the head and drove very consistently all weekend and take, you know, they come away with maximum points there. Phenomenal. It's like a brilliant start to the championship. And like even better than that, like all the top drivers in overall and in the, the modified section seem to have signed up for the championship. So like, that has to be positive all around, doesn't it? Yeah, I think with the modified, especially we've uh, been used to all those guys racing each other and maybe not at the same time or in different championships and I think this year is maybe going to be the, the year that it clicks and they're all going to be fighting for the Tarmac Championship. And yeah, I think West Cork's going to be a big one. Even the, the guy who made it round um, Galway with a few points under his belt is James Stafford. And we know what he can do on, on the likes of West Cork and Cork and Killarney, Donegal. Those, those rallies probably will suit him more. So, you know, it's, it's going to be wide open I think that championship after West Cork Josh Moffat and Andy Hayes were quietly confident going into the Galway rally let's hear why um, I suppose uh, personally I can't speak for Josh too much on it but I was probably quietly confident um, we had a fairly bad um, run in Cork 20 and a pretty bad run in Donegal Harvest by Josh's standards anyway at least and yeah. um, 
neither of us I think we're happy walking away from either of them with, with the pace um, and I suppose probably a lot of people look at that and said oh well there's something up with the boys whatever it is be it the car or be it notes or be it whatever you know yeah. um, and probably I'd say maybe kind of look at the start of this year and said they're going to struggle uh, but maybe what happened in the meantime kind of quietly was um, Tom Gahan would have done a lot of work in the car um, Josh and Tom would have done a lot of testing together and, and myself sitting in um, and we felt like we, we made a good few um, a good few changes that really worked um, we went to Wexford then obviously we raced Marion and Wexford was my home rally um, and we pipped with Marion there it was tight enough in the end but, but we got him there felt like we kind of you know we were starting to make inroads there we went to Ulster then, um, and obviously in Ulster the big news was obviously Matt and, and Oshin were, were well down the road from, from everyone but um, apart from a spin and an overshoot we had we were probably we were in line for third um, and got a clean run so we kind of I think flew under the radar a small bit there kind of right. and I suppose from that coming to Galway I was kind of saying to myself you know it's it's there's plenty of quick boys there obviously Marion was there Alistair was there uh, Callum of course um, and, and Cotton McCord was getting much quicker as well every rally he goes out like so mm-hmm. kind of looking at everyone saying Jesus it's, it's a tough rally but in, in the back of your mind I was thinking you know what I think we're, we're probably a little bit quicker than everyone thinks we are at the minute so um, I wouldn't say I thought we were going to kind of lead the rally for two days or anything like that but uh, I was kind of hoping that we'd have a decent result alright um, yeah. gladly enough we, we were there thereabouts yeah and like you know right from the start like the second stage just took just got into the lead um, you know it would be unfair to say it was comfortable but it seemed quite controlled from the outside how was it from inside the car yeah um, <laughs> probably a bit more frantic inside than it <laughs> Um, I know uh, what you call it I suppose there's probably more pressure really doing what we did um, being that kind of five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten seconds ahead all along um, you're always every every bend you come into and every junction you come into you're thinking oh, if you overshoot this now or if it's in here that's the lead gone you know every stage you start you're thinking well, if you have a bad run over this stage now and, and you know Callum or Marion or, or Ali or whoever this takes ten seconds I was that's it, that's the way the lead gone. So you're all kind of watching your back almost uh, and it puts more pressure on um, than if you're in the other opposite position. Um, Josh kind of sometimes likes, likes to kind of come from behind, you know, um, and if, if he's 10 seconds down with three or four seconds, three or four stages to go and he almost kind of rather that challenge than the yeah. challenge of 10 seconds ahead and, and trying to stay clean and not do anything wrong, you know. Um, particularly, I'd say, going into the last stage into... Um, into the black road for the third time round. Obviously, that morning, Marion had taken, I think, 18 off us mm-hmm. on the first. Um, and we went into the stage with, I think, 17.6 litres, something like, like that. And you kind of just think to yourself, that's just close enough now that if he has a real flyer for a run, mm-hmm. uh, we're a bit off the pace here. Yeah. Um, he could pip us on the last one. So you're going in with that mindset. Yeah. So every direction you're kind of thinking, right, we need to get make the here, but if you mm-hmm. go over the You'll definitely be there first, you know. So yeah, it's a it's a fine line, isn't it? Really, you know. Yeah. And it is. Sorry, and then you know, I was watching back at some of Kellyan's interviews there. Joyce seemed just more relaxed, more kind of chill, maybe this year too. That obviously played a part in it as well. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, like even with all the pressure, like the form was still good over the weekend, and you know. Um, the atmosphere was just good in the car, you know, and um, I think um, both just in, in a good frame of mind for it. Um, it's funny, you know, 
Saturday probably started quite well. We got a decent run in the first one. We weren't leading, obviously, after the first stage. But into the first service, you were leading, and straight away then, kind of the mindset is good because, you, as I said, like from coming off the summer rallies at the end of last year, you're yeah. thinking, no, have we, have we lost something here? Are we, are we, is there something after going wrong? Is the car wrong? Or are we wrong? Or has something gone wrong? Mm-hmm. So then you come into the first service, and you're there, thereabouts, and you're thinking, okay, right, well, no, we're, we're there, thereabouts now. So uh, if the form was good, kind of straight away. Mm-hmm. Um, I lasted all weekend, so that was, was was nice to see. Anyway, you know, it was, it was nice to be back uh, there at the sharp end again. You know, yeah, like you know, like was it especially with our five car? There's not some massive key that you can turn to, you know, you know, unlock some, you know, but it's all the wee tiny things that just all add up to take you from losing that maybe a tenth of kilometre to all of a sudden you in the tenth or maybe two tenths, and it really so. That's it exactly, yeah, yeah, and and I suppose Tom Gann is very good at that. Um, so, you know, Tom would have been onto us after a car twenty. Let's make some change for Donegal Harvest. Mm-hmm. Onto us, let's make some change for Wexford again for Ulster again over Christmas. You know, and as you said, there's no one big change. And people have said to me there over the, over the last two days, you know, what, what happened? You know, what did you do different? It's nothing really, you know, uh, other than just constantly trying to, to to get a little bit closer and a bit closer all the way. And as I said. I thought the pace was wasn't too bad in Ulster. Um, there's a few little things we kind of knew we work on after Ulster and the car. Um, did those over Christmas and um, everything just seemed to come together then kind of for this for this weekend. Um, so it was great. Yeah, and like that's now well, it's good to be back in the winner's circle. Uh, does that fill you now full of confidence now for the year ahead? Uh, <laughs> it doesn't. Uh, <laughs> Nice to be, nice to be. Washcott leading the championship, uh, going into the second round. But at the same time, you're looking at it and you're saying, "Well, we won it by 14 seconds in the end." So it was far from a dominant victory or, or anything like that, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you can be sure, like you know, that that Callum, um, Ali, and Mary, and all be there exactly the same way. Just uh, in 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 Cork, in sorry, in, in the West Cork. Um, Colin McCorder said, like uh, every rally he does, he's getting closer and closer mm-hmm. and closer. Um, obviously you have the likes of Donna there as well you know so there's plenty of boys there like you know that are, are, are right kind of right there chomping at the bit like you know so mm-hmm. um, it definitely we've a bit more confidence in that we we were hoping that we'd be there thereabouts and then we proved we are there thereabouts so that's that's good but uh, I'd say there's absolutely nothing one yet really yeah. you know yeah. rally the next season so <laughs> yeah and sitting in the co-driver's seat like this I don't know this might be a silly question can you feel whenever the things is clicking you know you get to the end of the stage and you just that's a good time there you know it's going to take some beating to to take time off there absolutely yeah yeah you do uh i feel rhythm in the car even between ourselves and that kind of stuff you know um like the, the little telltale time sign sometimes in the car if the stage wasn't going that well is that you might be asking to repeat a couple of notes here and there yeah. and you know that for whatever reason he's not concentrating, be it that he's struggling with, with the pace or whatever it is, or, or the notes or whatever, whatever's going on with you can feel that rhythm isn't really there. Mm-hmm. Um age of kind of where you go through it. Um and nothing happens almost that's a stage that you know it's it's a, it's a good one where mm-hmm. not to repeat a single note. Um, you know, it hasn't been a war between you. Um you had maybe a couple of close ones, but there was nothing said, just keep on going. Um and then you get to the end, then you kind of you usually feel like, yeah, yeah, that, that, that went pretty smooth there. So, and um, sometimes as well, then you, you'll go. Um, Josh likes the kind of the faster stuff sometimes, and he likes the stuff with um, 
you know, it's, if it's a bit muckier or a bit wetter and um, more gravelly, he loves that kind of stuff. And sometimes, you know, he'll, he'll take a bend or whatever it might be and think to yourself, struggle to see how anyone went harder through that bend so mm-hmm. without going off. But you kind of think to yourself when you get to the end, then mm-hmm. those who paid off, you know. Yeah, and that natural car control, you know, we've all seen the videos and, you know, around the factory and stuff like that there, you know, he has, yeah, that, yeah. He has that sort of innate uh, car control. He can control slides and one thing and another, maybe a way over and beyond what, you know, everybody else can do. Yeah, yeah, and it feels like that sometimes, you know, particularly with the weather, slippier stuff of the weekend there. Um, you were going through some combinations of bends there. There's some on Brady's yard yesterday or on, on sun, Sunday morning. Um, and there's a couple as well, actually, on, on Saturday, a couple of sections on Saturday morning where you kind of going through and uh, you're sliding from bend to bend and you're kind of thinking to yourself, I don't see a quicker way of getting that car from A to B there. So you're kind of thinking to yourself, we have to be close to the pace. <laughs> and if we're not, <laughs> I don't know what we're going to do. <laughs> so um, what's the plan then for the rest of the year? Is the Tarmac Championship the one you're targeting? Um, are you looking at the national as well or just the Tarmac? Yeah, the plan is myself and Josh will do the tarmac together um, mm-hmm. and hopefully finish up the championship. Uh, we'll take it round by round, sure, as, as kind of every year, you know, and see how it goes. Definitely go to West Cork anyway. Um, and then on to, on to Clarny, or onto I think, Easter State. Um, so, yeah, hopefully we, we'll, we'll finish that championship out and, and get a bit of a run at it. Um, Josh will do the national as well, but keep Moriarty will sit in for the national. So um, for the last few years, myself and Keith have been kind of swapping back and forward. Uh, I think 2018, I did the tarmac, Keith did the national. And luckily enough, we won the tarmac, yeah. but Keith did the national. Uh, 19, we swapped over. I did the national, he did the tarmac. Mm-hmm. And I got the, the national, but he didn't get <laughs> So this year we swapped back again, this year, and I did the tarmac and he did the national. So mm-hmm. um, I, hope, I hope we'll be lucky when we get the tarmac. <laughs> Like, I, I hope they get the national. Yeah, and like you know, to a slight change of tact here, you used to be gravel crew for Craig Breen, and we know Sweden's coming up there in the next couple of weeks. Like, yeah, yeah, it's an exciting time for Craig. Absolutely, yeah, yeah it's brilliant to see. You know, um, I had a, a, a quick call with him there just at the start of the week of Monte Carlo, and before the, the kind of the real madness started, you know, in terms of wrecking all the rest, and just saying to me, you know, it's it was for the first time part of his career, he landed on to the first round of the championship uh, in Eagle Machinery with the full championship ahead of him and um, a proper, you know, full works drive, no part-time seats, you know, mm-hmm. um, and everything's set out the, the way it should be, you know, and uh, I said to him, look, it's, it's a great opportunity for the year. Um, I kind of thought myself he was going to go quite well. Um, I suppose everyone probably looked at it after the first day, and myself included, and I went, oh, Jesus, uh, I thought, you know, is this... How's it going to go from here? But yeah, uh, I suppose in hindsight, the perfect control drive. Um, yeah, and it's left him in a fantastic position now. You know, the way I look at it anyway, um, he was third behind two guys that are not doing the full championship. Mm-hmm. So championship runners, he, he was what you call it, he was the he was the first of them, like so yeah. it's a great to be in, you know. Um going to Sweden, I think Sweden is one of the ones that he likes as well. So uh, he seems to like those faster types of rallies, Estonia, Sweden, Finland, that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, and hopefully it gets good run there as well if he does um, it's a great start of the year from absolutely you know like we remember Sweden a couple of years ago in the, the Citroen like yeah, what, a, yeah. what a run he had there you know like it was only like what was it five or six seconds of even that behind yeah. you know wasn't it Neville won wasn't it I think from memory just didn't open up my head but 
It seems to be an event that he seems to love. Yeah, he seems to love the, those those fast uh, events. I remember actually I tested with him in the Citroen in Finland in 2018, I think it was, in, in the C3. And I'll never forget the pace that it was crazy stuff, yeah. you know. And it was a seven kilometer test. I remember we went down, flicked around the start line, and I started calling notes. And I think I lifted my head once, I think from there to the end of the seven kilometers. And just other than that, you're just constantly reading and yeah. you don't read in the air until you land back down again <laughs> fantastic but I remember that day actually I said to myself Christ if this is not fast I don't know what fast is <laughs> uh, I was kind of hope, I said to myself I hope to God that is the base because if, if it's faster than that I wouldn't like to be on it <laughs> so that was very interesting there from Andy Hayes um, you know especially that story with Craig Green and testing you know unbelievable uh, also caught up with Marion Evans after the weekend, and it's fair to say that maybe Marion wasn't the most confident going into the weekend. Then we'll let him explain why. It's tough. I mean, the, the expectation for Galway is always you want points from it <clears throat> from a championship perspective. It's uh, you always know you're in for a tough weekend, you know, regardless of the competition, just because the weather is usually terrible. You know, the, the, you're expecting a lot of mud on the roads and everything. So, you know, going in, we're pretty open minded. We just wanted to have a nice sort of clean run, make no mistakes. <clears throat> and, you know, off that, just hope that the, the feeling we had in the car and the pace would be would be good enough to get a decent result. As it turned out, probably, I think my pace was was maybe more than I expected, in a way. Because mm-hmm. I thought maybe if we could get on a podium and just be solid, it would be a, a good weekend for me. But to be really in the fight for a win to the end, I was, I wouldn't say surprised, because I always like to think that I can be there, you know? But... Um, yes. It, it was it was really nice and uh you know I was I was really happy with it um and okay we we didn't win we, as a 14 seconds is, isn't a lot after all that mileage and in that weather and conditions but you know I, you still have to look at it like um if you'd have offered it the start of the weekend that I've had to take it absolutely <laughs> and it was a, a stellar run really you know we you had everybody there that you know that we you know we expect to be there you know you Josh, yeah. Alistair, you know, everybody is there. Everybody that could possibly yeah. give me a hard time. You know, they yeah. were there. So. Exactly. You yeah. Know. And to be yeah. on the pace fastest on the very first stage, and then you know, consistently, you know, second, third fastest mm-hmm. all weekend at Boots yeah, yeah. for the rest of the year. And honestly, like um, just the the test we did, on, I tested on Friday morning, first time I drove the car in anger properly since the last stage of Wexford in October. So, you know, okay, mm-hmm. the car's in the shed outside, but, but I, I don't take it on the road every day, you know. Yes. I'm sat the stands for a, for a good three, four months. I mm-hmm. did 20K in it on Friday morning. It felt brilliant. And, uh, yeah, jump in and go fastest on the first stage was, was kind of a nice marker. Yeah. Um, it obviously, it puts the pressure on a bit then that you have to keep it there. <laughs> That's the thing. Um, I've done it quite a bit in the past where we've been, we've been pretty fast early on and then just lost a bit, you know. But um, no, in those conditions, especially the nature of the first and the third stage of the loop, especially over the, in the past, and I've I've kind of not seen myself have been that good in that the nature of stage, you know, where there's a lot of mud and a lot of gravel about. Um, I'm more of a fan of like what the second stage was, but still, you know, we managed to stay competitive there, you know, throughout the day, really. And, uh, you know, that, that was really nice for me. Yeah. <clears throat> and you're one of the few competitors as wisely, you know, you know, sampled both, Pirelli and Michelin, like you were on Pirelli this weekend. Do, you know, each tyre brand, did they have their advantages and disadvantages throughout the event? Yeah, I think it's, 
it depends on the condition, depends on the day. I mean, we've seen we've seen it, you know, working with drivers before, like Matt and Oshin last year. You know, you'd have a day with a Michelin's better, you'd have a day with a Prelude's better. You know, the brands on the whole are very, very closely matched. Mm-hmm. Um, at the weekend, I'm not sure how much of a difference it was. You know, again, it depended. Maybe some dirtier stages might suit one better, and maybe a stage with just more standing water would suit the other better. So, you know, it's much of a muchness. You know, I was very happy actually. I'd driven on the Pirelli for a good three years, I think, and um, yeah, what, what I found of them was 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 really good. I was really impressed with them, so um, I had no complaints at all. Excellent. And like you know, you're you seem to be a huge fan of Irish rallying. You know, you've been over here competing fairly regular now for the last <laughs> few years. What makes it so special to come over here? You know, it's just um, the welcome we get. You know, the the interest around the sport I find is is really attractive. Um, you know, the people, you know, you look at Galway at the weekend on the Saturday, we had rain from, what, six in the morning until six the next morning. <laughs> and, uh, you know, the, the people just, they, they never stopped going, you know. Yeah. You know, into service was busier every time and the stages were busy. A lot of people are watching and I was just sitting there in the car thinking, why are you doing that to yourselves? <laughs> you know, you were one of them. But, yeah. um, <laughs> no, and, the, you know, the welcome we get from organisers, the, the help, you know, to, to come over. It's just, um, yeah, brilliant. And the championship and the events itself, they're, they're very big rallies. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, it's just all in all a really good experience. Yeah, and like for Evans Motorsport, Melbourne <laughs> Evans Motorsport, we should say, as you know, it's, Ireland's always been very special. You know, your dad coming over here like, yeah. right from the, the 90s, right through. Uh, and then even the success with Gary Jennings, Manus, you know, yeah. uh, you know, Alan Ring, to name a few. Like, that's... You know, yeah, we've it's been over the years. I mean, it's always it's always been sort of happy hunting ground for us in a way. You know, mm-hmm. Dad had some success. I think he won his first. I think his first big win in Ireland was the West Cork in two thousand and two. Mm-hmm. And um, since then, it kind of snowballed. He won a couple of championships and then won the national championship in twenty ten. And um, you know, I think from his success, it generated a lot of work for us. Mm-hmm. You know, like you said with Alan initially, and then Manus and Gary Jennings won Donegal in one of our cars. Mm-hmm. It's quite, it's quite good, actually. We've, I think we started Donegal, I think, like five times and won it four times or something like that. So <laughs> it, a good it was, that was really good. And the, the three years of Manus were pretty special in the Subaru. Yeah, um, sure. you know, we all really enjoyed that. And mm-hmm. you know, to, to win, you know, Donegal is the rally, isn't it? To win, everybody mm-hmm. wants to win it. But, um, you know, for a team and stuff, that was brilliant. And, uh, yeah, I think that's why it kind of it, it holds a special place in dad's art as well, you know, to, to, and to have me sort of competing on these rallies now, I think he, he kind of gets enjoyment out of that rather than rallying himself, you know, he, yeah. he likes to see me sort of, especially if we, you know, fighting at the front, now, it means a bit more. So, uh, yeah, I think he's, he's taken some, some pleasure out of that. Good, good, good. And, you know, looking forward now to the rest of 2022, what, what's your <laughs> thoughts? Are you thinking of the championship or just taking it event by event? I kind of event by event, but you know, with a with an overall goal to to try and do as well as we can in the championship. Obviously, if it, if it's a total disaster, um, we definitely hope it won't be. Um, you know, we we'll look at it, but um, still, you know, we're going to go to West Cork, probably go to the circuit in, in Killarney as well. You know, the mm-hmm. three really really good rallies, and obviously, you have to look at, at June as well. And Donegal is the one everybody wants to go to, so. Um, I'm still a bit low on the experience side for Donegal. I think to be to be really, really looking at, at being at the front, but still, 
you know, we, we'll give a go everywhere we everywhere we go. You know, we're going to try our best. We put a lot of work in to try and and sort of level the whole experience thing out. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, it, it's at the moment it's, it's it's okay. You know, it's going quite well for us. Um, we're just trying to keep the momentum and. Uh, yeah, like the, the next three rounds, especially, I really enjoyed in, in 2019 when I did before. We just mm-hmm. had a few issues that never really gave us the chance to get a result, you know? Okay. So, you know, hopefully now we can go back and everything will hopefully click and fall into place and we can chase mm-hmm. some good results. Yeah. And like another very important member of the team we shouldn't forget is like JJ as well. Like he, you know, puts a lot of effort into all, making this all happen too. We were yeah yeah we were actually having a chat in Park Firma at the weekend and uh, about navigators and I said I've been stuck with him for eight and a half years now <laughs> but um no he's he's very good very keen we we have similar kind of mentalities the work ethic's good he's um mm-hmm. puts up with me let's say <laughs> I can be quite demanding at times you know yeah. when you've done a day's rally and you go back to the room and you know I say come on let's let's watch some another look over these stages for tomorrow. Mm-hmm. and all that but um he, he takes it well and um he i think he enjoys it really i mean he wouldn't be he wouldn't be doing it otherwise but no. <laughs> um, to be honest he's very good he, he's very organized with even you know the hotels for the boys and stuff he's uh, he's always on top of that so it makes it a lot easier for us you know yeah, you, 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 can, you can forget about all that side of things yeah, 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 just so, you know, yeah. we can't we, we get on very well which you have to but yeah. no he's he's um he's very good to be fair and like then, you know, the, another dimension this week, having like Alistair Fisher on board, you know, like, do you be kind of keeping an eye on that side of the camp <clears> as well? A bit, as much as I can. <laughs> the weekend kind of got sort of, we got into a bit of a battle and it was difficult for me to kind of take my eye off that, you know. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I at the end of the day, it's kind of, you know, I've worked a lot in the cars. I know a fair bit about the cars. So if Ali has any questions and stuff, he, he can ask me and, you know, I'll answer him honestly. I'm not going to throw him off. He's a customer at the end of the day. And, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, you know, we look after each other kind of thing. It's um, it's great to have Alistair, actually, because uh, I had a tricky rally at the weekend, but I'm sure that, um, you know, he'll be there on every rally from, from now on. I mean, he wasn't far away considering he hadn't rallied for two years. Yeah, like, it wasn't, like, um, it was, in fairness to him, it was some result to step into a car. Hadn't even sat in a rally car probably for yeah, two yeah, years yeah. to do that, you know, it's... It's, it's he's a you know he's a, he's a he's a top operator to be fair he's one of the one of the best drivers in the country so you know mm-hmm. you know it was unfortunate he had the puncher which which sent i think the puncher caused him to overshoot and then he had to pull in and change it okay so that kind of ended his weekend but you know i'm sure when it when it properly clicks for him you know he, he'll be very very fast and um hopefully not too fast <laughs> so, <laughs> so like the countdown next event is it uh, West Cork then? Your next event, or you have it'll be West Cork for me. Um, there's nothing really you know for me to do in between, you know, okay. with the car. I'm finding it's pretty pretty good that we can just have a short run with it before and everything feels quite comfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I really enjoy driving the car and stuff, so I, I think you know it clicks pretty well. Um, yeah, so West Cork is a very fast event, so a bit different in nature. One I would I would have said that it probably suits me a bit better than Galway, but mm-hmm. like somebody said to me earlier, like nobody would admit that Galway suits them. <laughs> <laughs> it just throws so many surprises. But um, yeah. you know, you know, West Cork can be pretty tricky as well. Yeah, um, I get you know the weather that, can play such a huge effect on the that stage time of year where the weather's starting to change, but it hasn't quite changed fully. Uh-huh. <laughs> and uh, you can get them and pull out in patches, and you know, in 2019 you can have monsoon rainstorms and stuff. You know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
I one but day and then the next day then was bone dry. Because exactly, the next yeah. day was like twelve degrees or something. And yeah. The sun was out. But no, I, I really, to be honest, I love rallying down in that part of the world. You know, I've had a fair bit of success in the Cork Twenty over the years, and you know, I, I did the lakes in twenty nineteen and thought it was brilliant. You know, the roads and the surface down there is really really nice. And honestly, my dad's had, he's won the West Cork twice, so um, there's no pressure on that side. <laughs> Some insider information. <laughs> well, he knows his way around there, probably yeah. better than I do still, so um, I'll be trying to use as much of his knowledge as I can. It was nice to hear the respect that Marion has for his co-driver, JJ, and also for his father, Melvin, who uh, has competed many times on our rallies here in Ireland. Also, Jason Black and Carl Egan had no expectations ahead of the rally and were delighted just to be competing closer to home in the Starlet. Let's hear what they had to say. Um, nothing really at all. Um, <laughs> just get round, get started rallying again. It was kind of a bit of a, a bed-in round for, um, we didn't really know what we were doing. It was Carl's local rally and kind of both said, we'll go do it and have a crack at it. And yeah, just took it from there. Yeah, and like it's, it's great to be back rallying in Ireland again. I know you the you know some heroic results last year in the British Rally Championship. Was it good to be back locally again? Yeah, oh definitely. Yeah, I was the biggest killer nearly for the doing the BRC last year was the travelling. Like so, it's it's nice only a couple hours from home. Like it's it's not too bad, and mm-hmm. um, it's nice to be out in the stages. Like and have spectators and all lying in the stages in Galway it was unreal to see again. Like. Absolutely, like wasn't it uh, tremendous that the crowds that were about on the stages and around service area everywhere you want there was just throngs of people. I was just lined, yeah, yeah. for sure. Um, mm-hmm. I've I haven't seen for any rallies I've did. I don't think I have seen as big a crowds as there was in Galway. Like it was brilliant mm-hmm. to see. I and and that weather conditions as well. It's unbelievable. Exactly, yeah. Pretty <laughs> <laughs> good one. So, uh, <laughs> so yeah. like, um, you know, we we have to mention your your BRC campaign last year, first time in gravel. Like you starred, you know, like, and it's not an easy transition to make either. And then, you know, the tar rallies in Mull and in the Ulster. Like, I think the people in Mull are still talking about you yet. <laughs> the performance yeah. you put in. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, as you say, the, it was a first year on gravel and we kind of picked the, the BRC because, well, I'd been planning the year before pre-COVID to um, go over and do a couple of rallies in England and forestries and stuff but it just the championship got released uh, calendar and it's suited well there was a good calendar and a mixture of gravel and tarmac so mm-hmm. just said we'll give it a go there was nothing happening at home at the time so just said we'd go for it yeah. um, would you would you can still consider doing a few gravel rounds would be closer to home now this year um Maybe something in the middle of the season, but for now, stick to the tarmac. Mm-hmm. It's too much torture, change, yeah. chopping and changing. Mm-hmm. So it is. Yeah. You need the second car. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose we should ask you a bit more. Like, uh, like a truly unique experience, I suppose, would be as nice, a good way of putting it, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. But definitely one to do. Like, it's, mm-hmm. um, was it a 22 mile stage in the dark? Like, and that's mental. So it mm-hmm. is. Um, it's very demanding rally, like, but I really enjoyed it. I like, will definitely be back. Um, so there's more than more than half the rally was in um, dark, like, which probably help will will help me in the future too. Like for night rally, like, so when when would you get that at home? Absolutely, and yeah. just builds your confidence so much. Mm-hmm. So go we come then, and um, to be up there, you know, 
with the leaders from from the get go must have given you great confidence. Oh, definitely. It was a bit of a shock. So I was never heard the stage times, but mm-hmm. kind of I've always been good at getting up and going in the mornings. Like it didn't shock me that my times were fast for the first loop, but then I was still putting it to them in the next loop. And mm-hmm. that was a bit of a surprise to my soul was, but it was very nice to be mixing with the 2.5s. Mm-hmm. And like the, the damp conditions, does, does that play to your advantages? You maybe don't have as much power, but as your control, I suppose, or maybe or what we, I don't know how you would describe it. Does no, does that play to you? Yeah, definitely. I've I would say I would be I near prefer the wet than the dry soil, but I would right. definitely go well in the wet soil. And I've, I've always had good results since I started rallying in the wet tech, so uh-huh. um, I seem to have the confidence to push on in it anyway. Excellent, excellent. And like you know, getting you know, getting the puncture, like many an older man would have got a bit down with that. But you just seem to shrug your shoulders and get on with it. Yeah. Well, you still had four punctures in mull last year, and I just <laughs> I've got over that one. So yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, no, we just would. To be fair, we knew as soon as we, um, the tire went, we said we need to get this change quickly because it's a long rally yet, and the less time we lose here, the more chance we have of getting a result out of it, and so it proved in the end. And, and and did you ever think like that you'd come back and finish second overall then? No, well, I knew there was a couple of people overnight that was up the road a wee bit, I would say. I was aiming for maybe getting an hour place overall up, like maybe the fifth. Uh-huh. And, um, but no, didn't expect that at all. Mm-hmm. And like we had the cream of modified crews in Galway, so that must give you great confidence now, you know, going into the rest of the season. Oh, definitely, yeah. It's unreal. You wouldn't get um, an entry like that anywhere. Um, mm-hmm. It was brilliant to be racing with them. And as you say, it's probably built my confidence a bit to know that I can mm-hmm. um, race them whenever I push myself. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. And then looking forward to now to the rest of 2022, um, are you thinking of the Tournament Championship or are you just going to select, pick and choose your events as it goes? Um. If you had asked me that on Friday night, no, I wasn't for doing the Tarmac Championship, but <laughs> <laughs> we said we'd, we'd sign up anyway and see how it goes, but now we're seriously considering it. Like we were planning maybe to go to Mayo, but now I think it's the, the choice choice now of which one we go to, so it is. So. Uh-huh. And we'll you've, ne- couple of days. you've never done the West Court before, like, and the stages down there are epic. Like, I'm sure you've been down spectating and things. You know? Yeah, I've been down spectating and I've heard great reports of all the stages and both Killarney's and our one that I'd love to do. So kind yes. of thinking here, maybe we should give this a go and mm-hmm. see how we get on. I know Jason said there he was on to say that where he's going to go to, but hopefully he continues on with the Tarmac Championship. Like after that start, I think it has to be done. You know, seeing that start it in West Cork, I think will be phenomenal. So uh, also looking back there last weekend, the Raconian rally was on. Uh, we had a few drivers from and crews from this end of the, the world over. Adam, you were watching events over there. How did it all unfold? Yeah, so we had Alan Carmichael back on gravel um, over in the UK and Adrian Hetherington as well in the in the escort. Um, they're getting gravel miles in early this year. And unfortunately, I don't think the event lasted too long for either of them. Um, but they were setting good times um, up to that. And mm-hmm. Owen McMahon, McMacken, who... Had a great year last year. He was back out on a new BDA escort. Um, and as well, uh, 
an interesting entry was Kyle Tilly in a historic um, escort and alongside him was Martin Brady. So um, Kyle and Martin seem to have big plans for this year. Um, I know they were, well, Kyle was in the, the Arctic Rally a, a few weeks ago um, and he's back over there for, for Rally Sweden. Um, so I think, I think he's got a few WRC rounds um, planned and maybe some more events in, in the UK. So yeah, that, that set up over in America, coming over here for these European events with Martin involved as well. That definitely looks to be an exciting project. Um, yeah, it's fantastic to see like a racer like, yeah. have yeah. such a, a grow for, for the rallying too, isn't it? You know, yeah, and he was, mixing it up a wee bit there too, like, you know, Mark II, uh, yeah. R5, Rally 2 Fiesta, R5 Hyundai. Like, he, he seems to be able to jump in and drive in fast. Yeah, He's really mixing it in because he was doing the 24 hours at Daytona as well. Yeah. Right in the mm-hmm. of that. So right. yeah, mm-hmm. from Rally 2 in America to Rally 2 in Arctic Rally and then a historic escort and a Le Mans type car in Daytona back mm-hmm. to back to Rally Sweden now in a, in a Rally 2 um, car. Like it's, yeah, don't think there's many people have, have started mm-hmm. the year off like that. Yeah, for sure. And like Martin Brady on the notes there and a couple of rallies have done in America. And yeah. there again, there at the weekend in the BDA, yes. But like Martin's a very assured co driver, wealth of experience. So like, that'll be uh, vital for, for Kyle there yeah. as well. I imagine, even in, in all of the practical organizing side of that Absolutely. as well, with, with getting all of those events and um, yeah, making sure the, the guys know exactly what to be bringing or preparing for them for. Mm-hmm. There's events in Scandinavia, especially. I'm sure uh, Martin's experience is invaluable there. Absolutely, absolutely. And then, you know, coming up this weekend, we have the start of the East African Historic Rally. Connor, you were looking at some of the uh, local crews involved there. I was indeed, Kevin. And wow, it's a nine-day epic adventure um, in Kenya. It's just unbelievable to think, you know, the cars can survive that sort of punishment. Um, It's a historic rally. Um, starting on the 10th and it's finishing on the 18th. And we've two, from a local interest side of things, we've two co-drivers there with Alan Harriman and with Gary McElhenney. And then also on the servicing side of things, there's Robbie McGurk and Andy Brown, two previous guests of the podcast are there working Absolutely. away as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, and, and Ken Bloch and Alex Gillesimo has entered there as well. Like, so yeah. huge, huge interest. And also RAC, one of Ryan Champions in the mix there as well. So, you know, it's, you know, it must be, not only a rally, but it must be such an adventure heading off and out there. That, like, that's something I'll be watching very closely over the next coming days. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely a lot of interest. And I suppose there's been renewed you know, fascination with the, the Safari Rally with the fact that it's back in the WRC calendar. So I suppose you know, it's just going to become a more popular event. Like historic rallying itself has really taken off in the last few years. So you can only imagine that uh, these sort of classic events are, are on most people's bucket lists. Yeah, like, you know, with the RAC rally there at the end of last year, like I just caught the imagination of the rally fans like Adam, I, I know from talking to yourself there, like me and you were on tender hooks watching that there as it was coming to the conclusion on the, the Monday afternoon. Yeah, it's, it's class, especially with the the I guess the modern day drivers going back and having a having a stab at the historic rallies. Cause Ocean Price was obviously one that did the RSA, but he mm-hmm. he did the East African Safari as well um a couple of years ago now. And yeah, I think those guys just just love the the 
difference or I guess a lot of stepping on the, the footsteps of the, the guys that they grew up um, watching and being able to do that now and, and uh, those those cars it's, uh, it's pretty cool that the events like that are, are happening so we'll start wrapping things up now like I suppose in the next couple of weeks we have the Northern Ireland Championships starting off the, the gravel and the tar championships uh, tarmac championships kicking off in Kirkuston and like, I think there's over 100 entries in for it and the five mile town that starts off the gravel championship and they have maximum capacity and I think there's a chat of a reserve list there as well so and then the Irish National Championship starting off in Mayo uh, at over 135 entries on the first day alone like yeah. it, you know it's it's phenomenal the state of Irish rally it's brilliant to see yeah, Sorry, uh, uh, Connor, do you want me to take that one? I was just going to say, we, we've gone from no rallying to now suddenly <laughs> being spoiled for choice. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and again, to the benefit of the entry lists, you know, where, where people are just itching to get back out and uh, motoring away. Um, it certainly means that the events are well supported. And, you know, the clubs need the money as well to, you know, to, to keep ticking over. And, and mm-hmm. so it's great to see. Yeah. And Adam, what's your thoughts on that? Yeah, I think... If- if you had any concern after Galway, it was that the, the national championship maybe was going to miss out on something with, with the entries we had in Galway, but clearly not. You know, they're, they're going to hit their max entry, no problem. And I think it'll be a, an interesting opener with the, the different ideas that, that the organisers have there. They're running eight stages, um, two stages four times. I think they're adding a bit of variation to the, the Aye, it's not even just well. a straightforward uh, yeah you know, it's, it's, there's wee tweaks and twists so, no, kind of thing, it's so. gonna be interesting and definitely i think it'll be be cool to see if there's any interesting entries cropping up on the sure, front end sure. of it because no doubt killian will pull something out of the hat i would imagine yeah <laughs> you, you can expect something i'm sure yeah that's for sure and then you know we can't forget rally sweden you know i'm just watching the video there a few minutes ago uh, was Josh testing uh, for Sweden and also uh, William Crichton? Like my goodness, <laughs> it's almost it's scary to see the speeds they they can get to in them on them roads. Just, uh, my brain can't comprehend it at all. Adam, yeah. I know you're, you're you're going to shout out for John Armstrong, <laughs> isn't it? Isn't it brilliant to see so many guys from here back there on, on the world level? Yeah, for for Motorsport Ireland, they're having a a driver in every category at WRC um, in Sweden with, with Craig Breen and Paul Nagel and mm-hmm. Josh and James in WRC too and then William Crichton in, in junior WRC with Liam as well so that's definitely a, a pretty special achievement for, for all the guys behind the, the Motorsport Ireland Rally Academy I suppose but yeah with, with Will and Josh over there at the moment they're, they're doing some testing this week and they're doing a national rally on snow this weekend um so they're definitely going about it the right way to prepare for their first um snow event in wrc so yeah it's, and, and we can't forget like aaron johnson and also like the, yeah. the aforementioned john armstrong like you know it's brilliant to see the, the seat that aaron's landed himself there like that's that's going to be epic and like john back in the jwrc and like you know the the campaign that got behind them to get them over the line budget-wise, fantastic yeah. to see. I think that 
definitely was crucial to to making his return possible and mm-hmm. we all know what what he can do behind the wheel of a rally car and yeah the uh, john and will are gonna be in four-wheel drive um rally three cars this year so a bit of a change but it's gonna be another interesting championship for us all to follow and Connor, what's your thoughts on it? Yeah, no, looking forward to it. And uh, I know from speaking to John in the past, you know, that that lack of experience on snow, you know, is, is probably going to come back and hamper him slightly, but hopefully not too much. I mean, he certainly showed the pace, but it's just the lack of experience there. But delighted to see him back in um, and being able to get the budget together. And hopefully, you know, he can get the whole budget together to compete the full championship, which would be great to see. And, you know, as Adam said, MI, you know, have, have, have got somebody in each of the categories. Like we used to look with envy at what the French Sporting Federation, you know, used to put together with regard to bringing through their young drivers and their programs. And, you know, we're, we're, we're at a stage now where we're almost matching that. So it's great to see. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Fantastic. Yeah. And, oh, should, before I forget, the two Chris's uh, competing this weekend in Guitar yeah. Rally. Yeah. Um, Chris Meek returned to the stages and with Chris Patterson alongside. I'm glad Chris Patterson's retirement plan's going to going, going well. <laughs> but uh, great to see Chris back behind the wheel again. And in a, in a Skoda that he would be fairly familiar with as well, because he spent quite a bit of time last year testing that. So that's fantastic to see. So we'll wrap things up there. So lads, thank you very much for taking the time there for joining us. And until the next time, take care, speak soon, and bye.